game. Blouses. Gallon Chuck. Disaster. Afrogetti. Disaster. Well, I mean, I'm no doctor. We now join America's most popular show already in progress. Everybody loves Mitch and Sean. You guys are the greatest duo. Fantastic. That team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Post Game Pines podcast. My name's Mitch Gallo with Sean Campbell. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing quite well. Ready for another edition of the Post Game Pines podcast. Campbell and Gallo, right back at you. We there's 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 no time to rest for us. None, zero, none no, whatsoever. No time to rest. Uh, that's for sure. And that's because we want to keep everybody informed and entertained, and also talk to you about our lovely sponsors like LaBrosse Brewery. As you hear, uh, see here, Sean, I have a Wicked Nor'easter in front of me. And uh, what was that in front of you? I had the uh, Campbell play-by-play IPA. Uh, it's very, you better nice, hurry. very nice. You better hurry, though, because there's not many left. There's not many left at all. So you better go get some. Okay. At LaBrosse, uh, LaBrosse.com, okay. 133 okay. LaBrosse and Point Clark. All right, so what do you want to do today? Uh, all right, so you, you brought this up to me because you were like hey uh, Aaron Rodgers is leaving Green Bay well let's let's wait on that but you you have this belief that athletes should stay where they started and and, and not travel and free agents and trade etc so you wanted to do the top five athletes who should have never left the team that they were drafted from yeah and 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 by the way I don't think it's always the case there are just some players that mm-hmm. when they wrapped up their career, it didn't make sense. They should have just finished where they started. Like, I'll give you an example of the reverse. Okay. Tom Brady, I think it's fine that he left the Patriots. Well, you hate Tom Brady, so you're fine with that. No, but it's not, it's not that. Let's, let's forget about the, the hatred I have for Tom Brady and just look at it from a, a very objective standpoint. I think that Tom Brady left and I was good with it because he had something to prove. He wanted to make his mark with another team. And he wanted to show that he could win the Super Bowl without Bill Belichick. And he accomplished Mm -hmm. those things. So when all is said and done, I'm not going to look back on Tom Brady's career and be like, he should have never left New England. I'm going to be like, no, he left New England and then he had a second career. He had the New England career and then he had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers career. But as you can see, when I tell you my five, completely different situations than Tom Brady. But before we yeah. get there, how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers and his, his demands or him declaring that he didn't want to return to your favorite team in all of sports, the Green Bay Packers? Well, we'll see. General manager says, I don't think it's a good situation, but he also says he's not going to trade him. And he has a contract. I don't know. I, I don't know how this is going to play out. 
I, I've heard all this before. I'm not going to freak out. I like Aaron Rodgers. I like the Packers. I'd like them to figure it out. It doesn't look at this moment that they're going to figure it out. But if he does leave, well, good riddance. Ouch. Hey, I'm a Packers fan. I'm sorry. I'm not going to switch teams just like that. Oh, uh, you know, you could have switched teams when uh, Brett Favre did kind of like the same thing as Aaron Rodgers. I didn't. So, uh, history often repeats itself. And I guess uh, your fandom is going to repeat itself as well. And you're going to stay true to the uh, Green Bay Packers and the yellow and green. Uh, good for you, Sean. Let's get to our top five athletes that should have never left where they started. You want right, me to go first or do you want or do you want to go first? And if we have crossovers, I say we we lock them into the slot that the first person declares them. In. OK, so I, I don't know if we're going to have crossovers. I think we might. Uh, we'll see because I don't know your list and you don't know my list. My list is interesting because I have like one obvious that I think that we're going to have a crossover on. One is a very personal one for me. And the other one are more local growing up in this city. Okay. So I'm going to start off with that one. And I know it's a, a player that, and, and the moment doesn't reside with you. So you probably don't have him on your list, but Guy Lafleur, number one or number five on my list, uh, Guy Lafleur, the way that it ended, the way that he, he left the Canadians, um, his relationship with his former teammate, Jacques Lemaire, just, and, and he just got up and left and that was it. And then he was gone for years. And then he came back and played with the Nordiques <laughs> and the Rangers. Uh, I, I think that there, there just something didn't sit right. It was just because Guy Lafleur, you think about the history with the Canadians and the, and, and the offense, the Demont Blanc, it just, Everything was wrong after that, from the way that he left, the way that he came back, and being in another uniform with the Rangers and the Quebec Nordiques. To me, I had to put Guy Lafleur on this list, and I think it had a lot to do do with the way that it did end. And he had he went on to play years, and that's fine. I, it doesn't always have to be at the twilight of their career that they leave and they can't finish it. It's just at a, a certain point for certain reasons they left, and I had to put Guy Lafleur on, on this list. You know, Sean, I don't have Guy Lafleur on my list, but I really like uh, that answer. Not somebody that came to mind immediately mm -hmm. for me because of the fact that obviously I'm a little bit uh, younger and I also don't have that affinity, I guess, to, uh, to the Canadians and to Guy Lafleur. Yeah, uh, that's not to say I didn't go with uh, players I never watched play because actually two of the five on my list I never watched. Okay. And with my number five pick, I am going to go with one I never watched, but it's somebody that I'm fascinated by I've read a lot about and probably in hindsight should have been in my honorable mentions for athletes. I would have liked to have seen and paid $500 to do so that we had uh, on an episode a few weeks back. I'm going to go with number five, Willie Mays. Ooh. Okay. Willie Mays, Sean. I, and I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but I believe he played in 23 seasons with the San Francisco giants and then was traded to the Mets and kind of fizzled out with the Mets. Now, uh, he stayed, he overstayed his welcome. I think a lot of people know that about Willie Mays. He, he was one of the most electrifying players in sports during his prime, but uh, maybe should not have been playing into year 20, 21, 22, and 23. Let's, let's put it that way. Uh, but I think of Willie Mays, I think San Francisco Giants, and there's no way I would ever think about the New York Mets. Yeah, I don't, I don't think of the Mets at all. So uh, when you think Willie Mays, I didn't even, you know, it just doesn't even, and, and, and you'll see how time 
just erases that moment yeah, from, from somebody's does. career. That's what happens. You're like, he was with who? He was when? What? And then, like, there's even hockey players that we discuss. You, you see, he played with who at the end of his career? What? Paul Coffey was a Carolina Hurricane? Like, just little things like that. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you on the Willie Mays. I didn't, I didn't think of that. Mind you, Paul Coffey wasn't everything. Yeah, no, no, I know, and he played <laughs> everywhere. But I just, my, my, my. I, I know, I know what you're saying. What's your number four? Like that. My number four is a baseball player, and I chose him. There's a lot of baseball players I could have chose because there's a reason for it. Um, and I think you're going to realize what the reason was, but I'm going to choose this one player. And it's funny because he had a. It's kind of like that split. He had a career with one team and a career with the other team, and probably Hall of Fame career with both. But I'm going to go with Vlad Guerrero. And the Expos, for for reasons we know, the Expos were no longer, and his career continued. But if we're just saying that we should have athletes that should have finished their career, how great would it have been if the Expos stayed so he could have finished his career, Vlad Guerrero? Uh, so I'm going Vlad Vlad Guerrero, and we could have. I, I I thought of so many Expos, and I just wanted to have one Expo be represented on this list. So I'm going to go with Vlad. And to me, it just, the way that he came into the league and he was kind of, he, he felt like he was pure expo that no one really knew about, but superstar that you knew it one day was going to have to go away, but he went away because of other reasons, not so much, um, you know, the organization itself, which is the organization just didn't exist anymore, but I'm going to go Vlad Guerrero to represent the expos on this list. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I like your reasoning. I have to say, I don't think it qualifies the same way some of the other players that we're going to talk about do because it's it's he, different. He is, yes, he is, yes, he is he is an angel, and you know even his plaque in the Hall of Fame, he's wearing an Angels cap and not an Expos one. Well, and, you're not going to like my number three then. And he also uh, he also played for Texas. And he played mm-hmm. for Baltimore. Bounced around a little bit uh, in the later years of his career, but the reason uh, I like the answer is because. Uh, years ago, I was doing an event uh, with with former Expos with Melnick. We were uh, we were on uh, Melnick in the afternoon, and and a bunch of the players were coming down, sitting sitting down with us and chatting. And Vlad Guerrero uh, showed up, and he was in his Expos jersey, like full jersey. Yeah, and good. I saw him in the Expos jersey, and it was the uh, home uh, pinstripe uh, version of the jersey. When I saw him in that jersey, I'm like, oh, this is right. This is what it should have always been. Uh, so uh, props to uh, Vlad Guerrero, uh, senior. Uh, Sean, uh, my number four, I'm going to go it's with... It's hard a, not to say junior now, isn't it? I know, I know. It almost... But, uh, but I, I stopped myself on time. Um, by the way, cool stat. Uh, as as uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. homered off Max Scherzer, uh, he's now homered off two pitchers that his father also homered off of, Max Scherzer and Ivan Nova. Just That's a little sweet. Uh, Side note there. Kind of funny how there's crossover like that. Um, my number four is another player I never saw. Uh, this guy might be on your list. I'm going to go to hockey. And it's a guy we spoke about on one of the previous podcasts. You said you would have paid $500 to go see him play. I think it's a damn shame that at some point, Bobby Orr was out there skating in a Chicago Blackhawks jersey. Bobby Orr with the Blackhawks makes no sense. Now, like you said, history kind of erases it a little bit. Yep. Everybody pictures that moment of him flying through the air and scoring against the St. Louis Blues. But uh, I'm going to say Bobby Orr with Chicago. I, I'm going to put an X through it and say that should be canceled. 
Yeah, no, he's on, he's on my honorable mentions. And because I put him on the 500 list, I just, I'm, I'm with you, but I don't know. I kind of went with all athletes I've seen. Okay. I just, just on, on, on that front. Well, you know, my, my I, final, my final three I've seen. Okay. Uh, but I, I told you, I kind of went in a different route with the, the local of the first three. And then the one is an obvious one. And I think, I think you have them too. And then the, my final one is a very personal one. Uh, so I'm going to go with my third one, uh, number three on my list of top five athletes that should have stayed. And, and I don't know if you're going to like it because you told me that Vlad had his career here and then he was an angel and he had his career here. It's another player that had two careers and two, like with one team, Hall of Fame career. With the other team, Hall of Fame career, Patrick Wah, and it's the circumstances like he should have never left Montreal because of the stubbornness of the organization and the coach, and 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 in one moment, and maybe it would, there would have been a fallout at another time where he would have wanted to move on at another time, but because of idiocy, the Canadians were forced to trade their franchise player and the greatest or one of the greatest goaltenders of all time and changes the face of that franchise for decades to come. He should have never left. And that's why he's on this list because of the way he left the Montreal Canadiens, it was so avoidable, so avoidable. And that's the way it ended. And yeah, he went on and had a Hall of Fame career with the Colorado Avalanche. And it doesn't mean that he wouldn't have been traded or moved on or a free agent or done whatever he wanted with the rest of his career. But he shouldn't have been a Montreal Canadian for his entire career. Patrick Waugh's number three. Well, number three on my list is Patrick Waugh. So uh, we finally have our first uh, crossover now. I agree with you. Uh, two uh, distinct careers, Colorado and Montreal. But for many of the reasons you outlined, I included him on the list. This was kind of an exception rule for me because he should have never left. He should have never been traded. It was, yeah. it was stupidity. However you want to uh, phrase it, uh, I'm completely with you. Uh, Patrick Waugh, um, the last goaltender to win a Stanley Cup. He was on the last Stanley Cup winning team uh, with the Montreal Canadiens. He's local from the province of Quebec. Like he was just, he was a star. He was just the perfect player to have here. And even through those tough times, if they, if they don't make that move, uh, 95 to now maybe aren't as miserable because that was like a turning point for the entire franchise and really set them back decades. Uh, so, yeah, I'm with you. Patrick Waugh should have never been traded and should have only worn one jersey in his career, and that's the jersey of the Montreal Canadiens. So, it's, 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 not, it's not the Avalanche, but it's, uh, you know, the Nordiques, another well, reference to that team. Most of his teammates uh, that he won the Stanley Cup with the year he was traded, the year, yeah. Sean, that he I was know. traded, uh, most of those players were former Quebec Nordiques. Um, since uh, you uh, kind of um, took away my number three, I'm going to give my number two right away. Because you and, think uh, the, we have the same number two? I, no, I don't know about that. But um, number two, I'm going to stick with goaltenders. And okay. I'm going to go with uh, Martin Broder, another Quebec-born goaltender. Watching him play with the St. Louis Blues made me want to puke in my mouth. It yeah. did not look good. He did not play well either when he was with St. Louis. But to me, Martin Brodeur was everything about hockey in the 90s and the New Jersey Devils and the way they played and their system and Lou Lamorello. The fact that they couldn't find a way to keep him there, and I realized they wanted to move on, and they thought he was mm. past his prime, and he was. 
but he thought he could still play. So that's why St. Louis took a chance on him. It just didn't make sense, Sean. Martin Brodeur should have only worn the New Jersey Devils jersey. And like a, a lot of them, like Willie Mays, probably in the grand scheme of things, we're going to forget about that time he spent in St. Louis. But it happened. So I'm going to put an X <laughs> to Martin Brodeur. Yeah, I didn't even put in my honorable mentions. I just didn't really care that much. And I know it's ugly and I know it didn't look good. And uh, I, I like that he stuck around and was part of the management team uh, after the fact. And, and I kind of think of him as a bit of a blue now. And I know he didn't play well or all that time. And I know he's a, a devil through and through, one of the greatest goaltenders of all time. It's just weird not to see him. It didn't bother me as much. It didn't bother me as much. Like the, the perfect example is, is Ray Bork. And I don't know if Ray Bork's your number one. But Ray Bork going to Colorado didn't bother me whatsoever. Marty Brodeur, and maybe there's not the personal connection, right? There, I think a lot of this, that's why I went with three Montrealers at, you know, four, five, uh, at three, four, and five. So it didn't, it didn't bother me as much. Uh, Mitch, before I get into my number two, which might be your number one, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if my number two is your number one. I don't want to steal another one from you. you I know my number I know my number one isn't your number one, but I know my number two could be near your number one because I told you I thought we had another one that was the same. It wasn't Patrick Waugh. I didn't think Patrick Waugh was going to be the same. I just want to give a shout out to wolfpacks.ca. Wolfpacks.ca, if you have a puppy, make sure you just go check out the website and everything else will take care of itself. W-O-O-F-P-A-C-K-S dot C-A, wolfpacks.ca. I may not have a puppy, but I have something that acts like a puppy sometimes. Uh, so you get your little it's subscription base, a monthly little package for all your uh, puppy's needs from toys, uh, food to snacks. And just I know you got I know, you know, more about it than I do, uh, Mitch, because Vader absolutely loved his little package. Yeah, well, it's all the things that you mentioned, Sean, and it switches up and it's a lot of fun. You know, Vader digs his head into the box and uh, pulls out his different toys or treats. It's a lot of fun to check out Wolfpack. Woof, 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 woof. Wolfpacks.ca. Okay, so my number two, I'm going to the world of basketball, and I'm looking at your eyes to see if uh, we're on the same page here because how can this list not have Michael Jordan on it? Michael Jordan that's, was a Chicago that's, Bull. That's my number and, one. Yep. Yeah, and, 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 I, and I think for all the reasons that we, we know, and I, and I put him at number two, because my number one is a little bit. So I'm going to let you go on Michael Jordan because he's your number one anyways. And well, again, you... it, it's another one that history likes to try to forget about. But when he was running around there with the uh, Washington Wizards, not only, Sean, was uh, he not a Chicago Bull anymore, which didn't make sense. He was part mm -hmm. of that organization so close to the owner to the point that when he went to play baseball, he played for the White Sox uh, AA affiliate, not the Cubs or anywhere else. Mm -hmm. he, like he was just through and through a Chicago guy. And then he's playing with Washington. And you couple that with the fact that he wasn't Michael Jordan anymore. He was average. He was just average. Now, every so often, he can have that twinkle in his eye and the switch could go off and he could go off for 40 points. I think he did it a couple times with the Wizards. But for the most part, he was no longer Michael Jordan. Uh, Sean, I didn't like when I, I mentioned this last time. I didn't like when he changed numbers. So how do you think I felt about when he changed teams? Yeah. Come on, man. And I think a lot of people uh, will be in agreement with me that uh, Michael Jordan with the Wizards made no sense. Yeah, he had to be on this list because it didn't make sense. It just didn't feel right. It didn't look right. There's there's some that do, some that don't. And and I always enjoyed watching Michael. So then when it, when he was with another team, it's like, I don't even want to watch the Wizards. It just, did, it just didn't feel the same. And when you have that feeling, like I didn't get that when Marty Berder went to the Blues. I know it didn't look the same. 
but I didn't care. But it irked me. So that's why he had to be on the list for me. So that's your number one, Michael yep. Jordan. Uh, so I'm going to give you – you've already mentioned it if I'm going to give you the clue of my number one. So you're going to go with Favre? Brett Favre. I'm sorry. Just to me, I grow, growing up, look, I started being a Packers fan. It was Don the Magic Man and then Brett Favre took over. But then Brett Favre had the consecutive starting streak and just started and played every game. And when – He's like, I retire. I didn't retire. I know it was a joke all the time, but then when he decided to come back, but they were like, no, we're moving on to Aaron. It just, that was a weird emotional time for Packers fans. And then he goes to the Jets because they didn't want him in the same conference. And then he ended up on the Vikings. Like that really made me sick. And I liked Brett Favre a lot. I knew, I knew all the mistakes he made on the, on the field from, from interceptions and, he was just an entertaining football player through and through. He just did whatever he could to, to help, you know, make his football team win and to watch him do it in another jersey. That, as, as my pure fandom came through, that one really hurt. So maybe I'll be mentally prepared for when Aaron Rodgers moves on to another team and I'm like, ah, I've been there, done that. I, you know, and I moved on easily to Aaron Rodgers. I didn't, I still liked Brett Favre and I'll still like Aaron Rodgers. But I didn't never cheered for the Jets, never cheered for the Vikings. It was always the Packers. So that's where this kind of comes full circle because the whole Aaron Rodgers thing, the number one for me, and it's a personal one. And I put it at top, I could put him at three or four or five. This is very personal. It was Brett Favre leaving the Packers. And I understood the circumstance. I understand that it worked well with Aaron Rodgers. All that just still, still sits there wrong with me today. Well, uh, just just be happy that uh, after Favre, he's kind of had another really good one in Rodgers. And knowing mm-hmm. the team and how, how they have a horseshoe up their ass, probably uh, the quarterback that they drafted last year, uh, Jordan Love, uh, probably he's going to turn out to be pretty good too. Yeah, well, we'll find out. Um, we'll see probably sooner than later. <laughs> so, <laughs> either way. All right, so that's our uh, top five. Uh, I'll go through my uh, five again. Let me just uh, make sure that I don't miss one. Guy Lafleur, number five. Vlad Guerrero, number four. Patrick Waugh, number three. Michael Jordan, number two. And Brett Favre, number one. Players that should have uh, finished where they started. Yep, and I had uh, Willie Mays, number five. Bobby Orr, number four. Patrick Waugh, number three. Martin Brodeur, number two. And Michael Jordan, number one. All right. Mitch, I, uh, I got a little pop quiz for you, brought to you by Cunningham's Pub. Uh, check out Cunningham's Pub on Facebook, their website, uh, order online, and get the best wings on the planet. Not in the country, not on the island, not for much. I mean, on the planet, the best chicken wings on the planet. Uh, so I have a little pop quiz for you. You ready? Oh, yeah. I was born ready. Let's go. All right. So I'm looking at, and I know that here this year in the NHL, Awards race coming down the stretch. It's most likely going to be a heart trophy for Connor McDavid. Uh, just the point totals he's putting up. Edmonton's in a playoff spot. Now, I don't know. People are saying it should be unanimous. Probably won't be just because of divisional play and, and the people that are voting aren't even watching the other divisions. So they're going to probably stick in their own division. So I think that there's players that will get love, like a Patrick Kane. Uh, and like even a Sidney Crosby, I think, should get some heart love. I'm, I'm not saying they should win, but I think they're going to get some votes. Sure. You got me thinking about the Hart Trophy itself. So I'm going to ask you, Mitch, in the last, uh, let me just check. Okay, it's 30. I was going to say 40. But in the last 30 years, 
In the last 30 years, only four players have won the Hart Trophy over the age of 30, 30 or over. Only four in the last 30 years have won the Hart Trophy over the age of 30. It's happened five times. One of these players won it twice. That's a clue. But only four players over the age of 30, because I'm thinking Kane and Crosby. Crosby's 33. Kane's 32. I don't think they're winning. They have to deal with these 20-year-olds. But it's, it's the young. That, that, when you say your prime's 24 to 27, 28, that's who wins the, uh, the Hart Trophy. It's, it's quite amazing if you look. And, and by the way, I could say 40 years, because to find the fifth player is like the 60s. So. Yeah, okay. Wow. Uh, that's, that's pretty tough. Uh, let me think about this. I'll try uh, Dominic Hasek. Dominic Hasek is the one that did it twice. He won it at 32 and 33 in the 96-97 and the 97-98 back-to-back. Dominic Hasek. Um, Gretzky? Gretzky is not correct. Hmm. Never did it, eh? Over 30? That's... That's never won the never won the Hart Trophy over thirty, Mister Wayne. How old was uh, Henrik Sedin? Not old enough. No. Uh, it's not there. There, it like these are major players that you're like you like major players. No, I understand. Those are all made major players. I, I, I no, no, like I know. Would you Wayne Gretzky? <laughs> major players. Uh, you win the hard trophy. You're pretty, you're pretty yeah. darn good. Uh, oh, what about Brodeur? Not Brodeur. Did he ever win the heart? I thought he won once. Maybe I could be wrong. I thought he had a season where he won Vesna and Hart. Hmm. So I'm like, I'm going through them all in my head, and I'm like, hmm, hmm, no, no, yeah. no, no. Uh, Joe Thornton wasn't old enough. No. They are the three remaining are all center icemen. Okay. That, that, no, that'll, that'll help you. That'll help yeah. you. They're all center icemen. They're all centers. Yes. 100%. Uh, Mar- what about Mario? He did it at 30 years old, his last one in 95, 96. At 30 years old. The other guys did it at 31. Oh, wow. Okay. One, one before Mario and one after Mario to help you out on clues. One before Mario. Yeah, so 95, 96, Mario did it 30 years old. One before Mario and one after Mario. Huh, trying to think of the one who did it before Mario, who would be really good centers during that era. Mm. It, it, it'll, it'll make sense when you, you know. Yeah. That one will make sense. I could also give you another clue because I've done it twice already. Do you want another clue? Sure. Stasny? Goulet? No, he didn't win it with that team, but... Oh, he didn't win it with that team. But he might have been drafted by that team. Drafted by that team? Uh, Sundin never won the heart. Lindros young, won it as a young, young man. Think, think uh, Bob Cole. Joe Sackick? Joe Sackick. 
I honestly, his name came to mind, but I didn't think he had won a heart trophy at all. 2001. 2000, 2001. I did not know that. Geo Sackick. And the last one, it's, he's one of the greatest players of all time that gets sh- swept under the rug. And no, it's not Ron Francis. Uh, it, he's center Iceman. He proved himself after one of the greatest or the greatest players left. And then he proved himself on his own a couple times. Messier? Mark Messier. In 91, I didn't, know he won a, I didn't know he won a heart either. Yeah, I think he won a couple, by the way. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. 91, 92. So Messier, Mario, Hasek, Sakic. That's it. Those are the only players in the last 40 years. Before that, it was Phil Esposito to win a heart trophy over the age of 30. Once you hit 30, you're old. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> There you what go. About when, what about when you? What about when you hit forty? Uh, I don't know. I stopped counting a while ago. <laughs> well, you should start counting again. You're so old, you're able to be vaccinated now. Uh not yet. Not yet. Maybe Two by days? the time we, maybe maybe by the time we post this podcast, <laughs> I'll have a shot in the arm. Thanks, Cheers, uh, everybody, for listening, and don't forget to uh, click subscribe, uh, and uh, and vote, rate us, tell us how we did. Thank you. Well, how's that for your entertainment value? They've done their job very, very well. Awesome! No, 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 no. Come on. VBF.